0: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
1: How do we bring these high, lofty principles of holiness to everyday, daily life? That's what we're talking about in this episode. My name is Justin Kim, host of Inverse, the podcast and the videocast, and we're very glad that you're here with us. And in the studio, in body, we have Jonathan, we have Callie, and in Israel, and all of you out there, not in body, but in spirit, I suppose, uh, let's go to (laughs) Leviticus, chapter 19, Leviticus, chapter 19, and as we're opening our Bibles here, we want to encourage you, as always, to go to inversebible.org and download the Bible Study Guide on Leviticus. That is the third book of the Old Testament, one that's very difficult, one that we've been covering in the last 10 weeks or so, and we want to encourage you also to go to hopetv.org slash inverse and binge watch the last seven years of archives we have there, but also the last 10 weeks, uh, 11 weeks, 12 weeks, uh, that we've been in the book of Leviticus, and that's good for context. We are in chapter 19, and Callie, can you pray for us before we read scripture?
0: Absolutely. Father in heaven, what a joy and privilege it is to study your word together. Thank you for all the things that you have taught us lately as we've been studying Leviticus. We trust that there is more that you desire to teach us right now. And so I pray that you'd guide us by your Holy Spirit, that you'd help us to see the things you want us to see, that we would see how these things apply to us, that we would see Jesus' love, and that we would walk in the way that you desire for us to walk in the strength and the grace of Christ. We pray all this in his name.
1: Amen. 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 Jonathan, how has your understanding of Leviticus changed, been reminded, can been revolutionized Mm. or is exactly the same after (laughs) our time of being here in Leviticus? Uh, That's a good question.
2: I I, um, actually really appreciate the way we study here together Mm. because when I study alone, I'm very, like, theological about Mm. it and it's kind of, like, drier. But when when we study together, there's always some juicy and revolutionary part (laughs) and, you know, just like... uh, um, more Not practical. As, it's, it's wetter. Yes. <laughs> Not as dry. Yes, I guess so. No. <laughs> and so I really appreciate that, um, and I think some practical uh, implications have come out more mm. for me personally in, in our study. Mm-hmm. I really liked uh, the one we did on, was uh, last week on uh, the sexual loss. because mm. uh, like Israel, you talked about uh, the fact that these things that happen, you know, between in marriage mm-hmm. uh, affect the whole society and how, 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 how God's way is just like really making sure that societies can work. And uh, yeah, it's just one thing, but uh, mm-hmm. that's the practicality of it yeah, yeah, yeah. starting together.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we're in Leviticus 19, and we're going to get even more practical. Yeah. Uh, 19 is a weird chapter. I think each chapter that's has been weird. weird. <laughs> uh, we've done recipes, we've done linens, we've done uh, animals. And then this is kind of a cornucopia of different types of laws, all kind of smashed mm. together. But really the overall theme seems to be just everyday holiness in just random ways, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's ceremonial or moral or whatever the nature of the law may be. So let's start in verse 1, chapter 19, verse 1. And Israel, if you can read there from verse 1 onwards, and we can just kind of stop intermittently and pause and talk about the whatever sundry uh, thing that we want to talk about while, while mosing along in this chapter.
3: All right. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Mm -hmm. Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father, and keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols, nor make for yourselves molten gods. I am the Lord your God. And if you offer a sacrifice of a peace offering to the Lord, you shall offer it of your own free will. It shall be eaten the same day that you offer it, and on the next day, and if any remains until the third day, it shall be burned with fire. And if it is is eaten at all on the third day, it is an abomination. It shall not be accepted. Therefore, everyone who eats it shall bear his iniquity, because he has profaned the hallowed offering of the Lord and that person shall be cut off from his people."
1: Let's down to verse 11, and Caliph can pick up, because Israel's needing some help
3: there. <laughs> I'm losing, I'm, I'm 43 years Don't old, pray. I can't read.
0: <laughs> you shall not steal, nor deal falsely, nor lie to one another. And you shall not swear by my name falsely, nor shall you profane the name of your God. I am the Lord.
2: Okay, let go to 15, Jonathan. You shall do no injustice in judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor honor the person of the mighty. In righteousness you shall judge your neighbor. You shall not go about as a talebearer among your people, nor shall you take a stand against the life of your. Or, I'm sorry, the life, of, the life your of your neighbor. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, my Bible was like weird here. Of your neighbor,
1: I am the Lord. Okay. shall. I'll yeah. pick up verse 17. Thank so you're you, we're all I'm having troubles well. today. Uh, <laughs> you shall not hate your brother in your heart. You shall surely rebuke your neighbor and not bear sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love the, your neighbor as yourself, I am the Lord." Mm. So, we are spending time, uh, it made, it's, I believe it's fruitful in reading Scripture together, whether we read it well or not is another story, but <laughs> reading it is important. And then stopping and kind of mosing along, uh, dwelling in it, sometimes we are in a rush of just, with our thumbs scrolling through our screens, that sometimes with Scripture we need to slow down mm-hmm. and, and take some time with it. Well, let's pause there. What What are some observations that you see, some things that you st- uh, stick out, uh, kind of random, yeah? Yeah. Kind of random. Kelly?
0: One observation, actually, the most recent verses you read Mm -hmm. is, let's see, verses 17 and 18. Mm -hmm. So, you shall, verse 17, you shall not hate your brother in your heart. And verse 18, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. Those are two things that I think a lot of people, uh, myself very much included, would more attribute to a New Testament Mm -hmm. theology. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, that's so weird. Mm. That's here in Leviticus. Mm -hmm. That's strange. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I just want to draw that out because I think it's important to show that, yeah, these things are here too. We mm-hmm. just don't read them as much.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the, my stu- our, our study of Leviticus, I just see there's just a lot of New Testament, Old Testament mm-hmm. interplay. You, know, you shall be holy, be ye holy, and then there's going to be a high priest that comes, and the high priest has already come, mm-hmm. and then there's this. You shall love. So a lot of a lot of a lot of back and forth tennis play and mm-hmm. resonance between Old and, and New and Testament. Yeah, cool. And that's because you know th- th- we have to understand that the Old Testament.
2: It is old. Like mm. this is a long time, of ancient literature, mm. uh, and the way people talk, the way people lived life was different. Com- you know, even compared to the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the New Testament is more of a you know a Greek mindset. It's more logical at times. And, and, and the Hebrew mindset is in the Old Testament. Those things. Mm-hmm. But when you when you when you understand a little bit of that, and mm-hmm. I think in inverse we have been discussing that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you see that the Old and New Testament. It is the same message, mm-hmm. you know. You just got to understand. Okay, it's just some phrased differently, or the structure yes. of the text is a little different, but it's really yes. powerful. Yes. If I can add to please? your question um, please, please. in chapter nineteen, so I love uh, verse two. Um, it says here in chapter nineteen, you know that God says that ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Mm-hmm. And we often, okay, holy means set apart, right? Like you, you're different than the rest of the world. But really, holiness is the standard. In the rest of the universe, holiness, you know, in, in a way, is is what is normal. If there is no sin, mm-hmm. it's wholeness. Right? It's completeness. It's 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 a it's a state of uh, total like there is nothing bad, nothing um, decomposing. <laughs> the, the word I'm thinking for like there's nothing nothing negative. You mm-hmm. know, everything is holy and righteous and mm-hmm. good. Um, and so God is saying, hey, I want you to tap into the the reality of the universe. Mm-hmm. You guys here on earth, it's there's a mess, but you can even now, um, with my presence here, tap into the dimension of, of God, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and so, he, He's inviting us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, His presence makes us holy, right? He's like, you, you shall be holy for I, the Lord your God, am holy, Mm -hmm. and He is the one that sanctifies it. He's the one who makes us holy. So, these laws, a lot of them are random, but He's basically saying, hey, tap in... These are practical ways to tap into my reality Mm -hmm. uh, into the reality that makes you thrive Mm -hmm. and healthy and happy.
1: Mm -hmm. It seems like all these settings for everything in our life are just put on their maximum. So, it's like maximum health, maximum justice, maximum happiness, Mm -hmm. maximum, like, relationships, maximum, just everything. And that's that that overall composite picture Mm -hmm. is is we're getting towards, is holiness. Israel, and then Kelly?
3: I think at the end of the day, like, the Bible is essentially repeating itself over and over and over and over again. And uh, like what Kelly was saying earlier, the teachings of Jesus and the teachings of Moses, they're actually not different, Mm -hmm. they're the same. I think what has changed is that we've lost the observance of these things over time, I think for two primary reasons. Mm -hmm. Number one is the hardness of our hearts, Mm -hmm. right? And number two is our love for sin, like, these are these have always been the problem with our relationship with God and with the structure of our society, that mm. God gives us something. From the very beginning, He gave Adam and Eve, commandments existed before the fall of sin. Mm-hmm. These Even, even these uh, situations, these structures existed before the Israelite community existed, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. clean and the unclean meats, we see that all the way as far back even in Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. So, these things existed over time, So, because of the hardness of the heart of humanity and because of our love for evil, God has to kind of circle around over Mm -hmm. and over again, change the context, repeat it, Mm -hmm. you know, change the way in which He says it, but repeat it again. And I think that this is essentially what is happening. When you read, uh, you know, chapter 19, a lot of these uh, are referencing the commandments of God, like, Mm -hmm. love your parents, you know, don't have other idols, be good to other people, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: There's, there's two lessons I want to draw. One of the verses that we read and a verse we actually didn't read. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of them, let's see, it's verse 15. Mm-hmm. So you shall do no injustice and in judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor, nor honor the person of the mighty In righteousness. You shall judge your neighbor. It's also that middle sentence. You should not be partial to the poor, nor honor the person of the mighty. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times in, in pushing for justice, we have a lot of "don't be partial to the person in power," but here it's like "don't also, also don't be partial to the poor person." Like, shouldn't we be partial to the poor person? Yeah, interesting. Mm. I feel like yes. right, they kind of need that, right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's like no, don't even then, don't be partial either way. Mm-hmm. Um, just because somebody is like, there's no like, there's no sides taken here, mm-hmm. and I I appreciate that establishment of. Like, it's not this side is always the victim and this side is always the victimizer. It's like either either way, I want you to judge in righteousness yeah. mm-hmm. and not show partiality. Be like, well, they're poor. So, you know, mm-hmm. just let them get away with it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're rich. So, don't don't ruffle any feathers mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And the the second thing um, I wanted to bring up in a different verse, uh, the preceding verse, actually. It's one of my favorite verses in Leviticus, actually.
1: Verse 14?
0: Mm-hmm. It says, You shall not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but shall fear your God. Mm. I am the Lord. Mm. The reason I love this verse is because God is saying, I want you to be holy even when you can get away with being unholy.
1: Mm.
0: Because if you curse the deaf, they don't hear it, they can't hear you. Therefore, like, It doesn't bother them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if God does not put the power behind your curse, your curse is essentially Mm -hmm. useless. Mm -hmm. So, it's a useless interaction, but God is saying, even then, I'm telling you not to do it, and don't put a stumbling block before the blind. Quite literally, they can't see you do it. Mm -hmm. So, as long as you're quiet, you can get away with it. Mm -hmm. But God sees you do that. Mm -hmm. And so, even if you can get away with it, even if you can circumvent all of these human laws, you can not tattle on yourself, you can do all these things. I want you to have integrity and I want you, and you can even go further in people who are exiled or ostracized because of the different abilities or lack of abilities they have. Mm -hmm. I want you to even extend this kind of integrity in Mm -hmm. their presence. And that, that is the level that God is trying to bring these people. Mm-hmm. And there are no, there's no like cutting corners, right, yeah. that God's allowing it, even mm-hmm. here.
2: If I can, can I kind of zoom out of, of Leviticus or just in general of, of looking at the Old Testament and God's plan, it, it's amazing because God is trying to establish here a society, a, a nation that follows, that taps into His dimension, right, that taps into righteousness, living it out, exemplifying it to a world that has not seen it. Mm. Uh, so God's plan here, this is the, in the first five books of Moses, you know, the, the first five books of the Bible, they established a foundation for the rest of the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so, as as God's people are, uh, you know, being established as a nation, we see here just the, kind of like the, the details of what righteousness and righteous living looks like. But when we think of the implications, we often look at the law, oh okay, all these laws, all these laws, but think of the implications. Think of someone who visits that nation, who travels through mm. Israel, and they, for the first time ever, see a nation Harmonious, you know, mm-hmm. healthy. Um, as God in, in Deuteronomy talks about them being, you know, the head, not the tail. Not in, in 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 terms of oh, they have the power over everyone, but in terms of glorifying God, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, even though sometimes this might look, you know, okay, all these laws. I I I think when we look at what the intention is, is for them to have a healthy life and a happy life and a holy life, but also it is supposed to be a light to the whole world. Mm-hmm. There's a missional aspect to all of these things. I, I can think of individuals who are you know, not believers who, I remember my wife and I, we, we, she had a colleague and she would come visit us. And she said, every time I come to visit you, your home, there's something different. It's just, I, can, I feel at peace here. And we're not doing anything. Sp- I mean, we're just living our lives, right? And the, the way we understand from the Word of God, but she, no, it's just peace. It's it's not noisy. It's not like crazy. Uh, although was this that, was, kids that was or after kids? Kids. <laughs> that was before kids. That was before kids. Granted, but she just she felt. I think she felt a spiritual dimension that she mm. she was not used to. And and I believe God, on a much grander scale, had that in mind for His people. So these laws that you just mentioned, you know, very practical, mm-hmm. uh, but powerful implications for someone who, who comes in contact with this, he will see, wow, like
3: mm-hmm.
2: love in action, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And what's powerful about the, the illustration they just made is that there's a global component to it, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, it's global.
2: just- Yeah, that's yeah. a very 2000 word. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Thank you. We, yeah. we accept you. Yeah.
3: Oh, I appreciate <laughs> it. 43 year old is I appreciate that, Jonathan. Jonathan turns eight next year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so what? 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 I appreciate about nine, actually. just <laughs> nine. Yeah. He nine. Yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> I could call you. There's got to be a law here that we <laughs> yeah. can quote right now. are Well, <laughs> anyway. Yeah.
2: Respect your elders. Yes. yes.
3: Yes. Well, he speak to the congregation. Everyone shall honor his father. So and his rise mother. before I the gray headed and honor <laughs> the. P- all right.
0: I
2: are
3: think i more gray headed. Yeah. you going to say yeah.
0: about the local thing, well? So yeah, this yeah. is
3: what I was going to say. So. Um, so, the, the, the beauty of it is that God takes into consideration the nations that are visiting, yeah. right? The missional component that you're saying, the missional component of the ministry of the Israelite nation, mm. but at the very same time, He takes into account the individual, you know? And, and uh, what you were saying, Kelly, the, the, the person that is responding to the command of God, more than, uh, not, not just the other people. So, like, for example, like what she was saying earlier, the fact that I say something negative about a person that can't hear me or that I do something behind a person's back, it doesn't affect them, but it affects me, is Mm. essentially what I take away from it. Mm. And so, God takes care of both my personal Mm -hmm. spirituality and the need for me to be holy even when no one else is watching, and then He also takes into account the missional component. Mm -hmm. Totally.
0: Yeah, and I, I love that missional emphasis, because even if I can momentarily step outside Leviticus, that's mm-hmm. okay, um, but there's other aspects. We have been, yeah, go okay, ahead. I'm like, well, uh, we don't have to go we there. We believe in the whole Bible. That's right, amen, we praise yeah. God. <laughs> so, in Matthew 18, where Jesus um, is really emphasizing about going to people when there are trespasses and when there's a breakdown in a relationship, mm. I really try to, do that in my life Um, and recently there was a I had an issue with a colleague and another colleague knew about that and so I was like I'm really gonna I'm gonna go talk to them and I just I wanna because I can feel a breakdown in our relationship and it's not just because at my work we're not just colleagues we are friends and so I just really want to you know retain that friendship and so long story short i confronted them and our relationship is fine now and it's all great but the other colleague who knew about this uh, i just kind of clued her in on it and helped her see some of the the messages i was sending and she was like wow i i want to like save these messages and just like study these Mm. on how to have a confronting conversation with someone this is so kind and balanced and i was like well you know praise god (laughs) but i'm like in my head I'm like, I'm just I'm just following biblical principles. Mm-hmm. And so by just following biblical counsel mm-hmm. about quote unquote non-spiritual things, people are are impressed mm-hmm. and are moved and are like, I want that wisdom. I want mm-hmm. that counsel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Well, great, it's available to you yeah. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I, I think we we underestimate the the evangelistic, the the missional concepts yeah. that it's it's just it doesn't have to be like only the three angels' message. Just by living out the things that God asks us to do, mm-hmm. people people are drawn to Him.
2: Mm-hmm. H- historically, holiness this is what we're talking about holiness. You know, mm-hmm. living according to God's way. Uh, historically, holiness has been this uh, this this way of separating the clean from the unclean, or the, yeah. the believer from the gentile. But like God is saying, holiness is for everybody. I want everyone to be holy, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to use my people to glorify myself, to to invite people into an experience of holiness, not to shame them for not being holy, but to help them see the right. the beauty of it and and the health of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like. I love that we are talking about the missional aspect of holiness because mm-hmm. I think it's it's much needed.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's, let's continue to reading the, some other portions yep. of that of that chapter because there are, the missional components will continue, mm-hmm. but there's also other other worship components there that, yes. that so this isn't yep. just only the sociological aspects of holiness, but there is a, a liturgiological component which is <laughs> more which is words. worship,
0: more worship. Awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so verse twenty six, Kelly. Why don't you read verse twenty six? <laughs> okay,
0: as long as I don't have to say the word liturgical. a lot. Okay, but <laughs> verse twenty six. You shall not eat anything with the blood, nor shall you practice divination, Mm. or soothsaying. You shall not shave around the sides of your head, nor shall you disfigure the edges of your beard. You shall not make any cuttings in your flesh for the dead, nor tattoo any marks on you. I am the Lord. Do not prostitute your daughter to cause her to be a harlot, lest the land fall into harlotry, Mm. and the land become full of wickedness. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Give no regard to mediums and familiar spirits. Do not seek after them to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. You shall rise before the gray-headed and honor the presence of an old man Mm. and fear your God, amen, Amen. I am the Lord.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Israel likes this
1: one.
0: And if a stranger dwells with you in your land, you shall not mistreat him. The stranger who dwells among you shall be to you as one born among you, and you shall love him Mm. as yourself. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God.
1: Okay, I'll pick up in verse 35. You shall do no injustice in judgment in measure for length, weight, or volume. You shall have honest scales, honest weights, an honest ephah, and an honest hin. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and therefore you shall observe all my statutes and my judgments and perform them, I am the Lord. So that's I'm just we're giving a cornucopia of what this, yeah. this this chapter is, um, my, OCD Justin is very upset with this chapter because I want it, I want to organize it I want to <laughs> systematize it, I want to have like the Ten Commandment ones like related and then organized and see kind of what structure is here. It kind of seems just random. Mm-hmm. In addition to the randomness, it's also like God says, I am the Lord randomly throughout, so so rather than analyze that and that's my human brain trying to impose structure upon it, it is what it is. The Lord is just speaking very frankly to us and we, I think you know, we've had more random conversations on inverse than this yes. chapter, so <laughs> it's, it's who am I to, to criticize, but what, what, what other observations or what other, what's the larger things that we can get up from there, or, or minutia things? I, I, I like verse 32 as someone who has gray hair, I'm I'm in resonance with that. Mm. Um, I guess I, I, I wanted to just play the other part that we're talking about the missiological component, missional, mm-hmm. and and it oh, is great. But there's also a not only a horizontal, but there's a vertical component yes. Uh, yes, yes. that we talk about in, in holiness and individual with, with God.
3: Um, yeah. Any other comments? Th- th- I think the greatest argument always in favor of Christi- in favor of Christianity will always be a loving and lovable Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. We tend to, and I'm not saying that we're doing that here, but we tend to, uh, t- we tend to naturally compartmentalize, mm-hmm. and behave when we're in front of others. We mm-hmm. tend to behave missionally, mm-hmm. and then when we're by mm-hmm. ourselves, yeah, oh, yeah, we can yeah, put yeah. our guard down. Totally. Right? Yeah. So I think, in this, in and, and this is what I was trying to say earlier. That what I love about this is that God, while taking into consideration the stranger, mm-hmm. does not forget the individual. Mm-hmm. And my my one of my favorite verses in the passage is verse 34 where he says, the stranger who dwells among you, you shall shall be to you as one born among you. And then it says, for you yourself were a stranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for you yourself were a stranger. And w- what I love about this passage is the fact that he's reminding the Israelites mm-hmm. of where they came from. Mm. Yeah. And I think like for myself, every time that I am not like Christ is because I have forgotten of where I come from. Mm. Yes, I've forgotten of the amount of Patience and love and grace that has taken God in order to work with me, to even bring me to where I am today and and, and whenever someone comes and I judge someone because of who, who they are or how they look or what they do or what they say, it's always a reminder of me or it's always a reminder of me that I have forgotten what God has had to do to me yeah. to get me out and that's what God is saying is like don't forget if there's anything. Don't forget that you're a stranger, because yeah. the, mo- the reason we don't love the stranger is because we have forgotten that we were the stranger. Mm-hmm.
2: Which mm-hmm. shows that holiness must lead to compassion and mm-hmm. grace. So, holiness is, if that's how God operates, mm. how does God operate? It's full of love and compassion, and, mm-hmm. and I love how that you bring that out, because that is something that I need, I, need to, I need a reminder of as well, because yeah. like, it's so easy to judge uh, when, when you are not doing things that others do, uh, but the reality is that holiness will true holiness will lead you to a compassionate mm-hmm. heart.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should yeah. tweet that. You should yeah, tweet
2: I that. mean, this whole book is tweets. I, right? r- <laughs> I wrote this down.
3: Yeah.
1: I do like verse 32, It uh, and I mentioned the verse, the gray-headed and honored presence of only, uh, an old man. As an Asian, uh, I encounter a lot of cultures, they say, oh, we love you, Asian people. You have wonderful food, and you respect the, the elderly. And when you look at a lot of the Asian cultures, they're, 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 culture has value in itself, but there's also these religious systems and beliefs and behind yes. them. And uh, in many Asian cultures, the older you get, you're, you're, uh, the, the, the reality of life is you are near death. And when you die, the, the belief is that you ascend to the afterlife. And so if these people are closer to reaching the afterlife, we better be nice to them. <laughs> because when they go to the afterlife, they, they are the ones that the conduits of blessings come from. Mm. So you do a thousand years of that, then naturally the, 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 the respect factor comes in and you want to be nice to, to the old people. Mm. Here, God, in, in just one line... <laughs> undoes the entire entire system. Not that revering and respecting the elderly is bad by any no. means, but you shall rise before the great head and honor the presence of an old man and fear your God for I am the Lord. Mm. He just overturns that. <laughs> it's because God said it, God and we are to respect the experience of of Mm. years of those who have gone before us, but not because they go to the afterlife or whatnot. Mm. God's God. And I just love how this one line is just overturned human societies and civilizations (laughs) in one line uh, uh, of of, of insight that God gives. Mm -hmm. Um, We have... Uh, a lot of practical things that we find in scripture, and I just love the fact that at, at Inverse, we do emphasize the practical components, especially espoused in one person, if I could say, is through Callie. Callie yeah. has provided so many insights through the years. Unfortunately, this will be her last episode here with Inverse. We may have see her as a guest star maybe in the, in this, in the soon future. We don't know but uh, she will be moving on as the Lord has given her new assignments, new responsibilities. The Lord has given her a larger ministry, and she has a wonderful talent and wonderful skill in speaking to so many young people out there. And we want to say, on behalf of all of the Inverse team and crew and Hope Channel and the, the, uh, from the world, <laughs> <laughs> we'll say thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you to David. Thank you to mm-hmm. your, your family, and thank you to all that Uh, you've done for for this team that we don't even know about and in your Christian um, courtesy, you don't even mention it to us, and we appreciate that, that hit for us. But we appreciate you smiling, and we want to hear from you of how you've appreciated Callie's ministry in your life, whether through Inverse or whether through her. She's an itinerant preacher, she's a wonderful person, and, uh, and she codes computers, too. So, uh, a woman of many talents. We'll see you next week as we continue our last uh, episode on the Book of Leviticus. Thanks for joining us. We love you, and we'll see you again. Bye-bye.
0: This is inverse.